Welcome back to another episode of Dear Tequila, where we live by when life gives you lemons, you grab salt and tequila. What up, y'all? Grab by the balls. Chill. Chill? Okay. It's late. Yeah, we sore. Sore. Hitting it twice. Two a day. Well, my morning is not really that rough. Don't I'm only say that. Don't, don't say I'm that. only doing core. But the core, it be hurting. I be a little sore in the mornings. Yeah, but it's so hard to wake up and get up and like knowing I gotta work out because I try <laughs> to work out before I eat anything. Because I'll be having my coffee every day. I can't get coffee until I do my <laughs> workout. <sighs> but yeah, them abs be hurting in the morning. Then the afternoon workout. It takes me about five minutes in the morning. I just lay down on that. Right. Like, All right, I gotta get going. <laughs> so our I'm, second workout is just. Torture. Yeah, we've been doing it for almost a week. No, today, yeah, today marked one week. Oh yeah, that no, no, no six, six days. days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, six days. No, those workouts in the afternoons, we really been going hard in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. Burning three hundred, four hundred calories. Yes, surprised. Right, I'll be shocked. Right, my oh my th- oh, I'm sore for it. I wish I had a bathtub. Bathtub. I, I wish I had a man. <laughs> <laughs> My back massage me here, honey. Right. Goddamn machine gun. I should be using that shit. Right, I wish I had a man in the tub. Because I be wanting to soak, man. I be seeing girls taking relaxing baths. I'm like... They dirty. No. Yeah. I can't do it. Like, normally when I take a bath, I'll take a bath, but I still take a shower. I don't know if you're supposed to, but I'll soak first, and then I let the water out. Then I just take a shower. That's what I'll do, yeah. Because I'm not... I don't feel clean just sitting in the tub. <laughs> Especially after the workouts we've been doing, dripping sweat. My whole shirt today. Oh was yeah, you was. Wet. I was. Trust was like you turning red. Damn. <laughs> I looked in the mirror. I was still red. I'm like, why is she turning red? A sunburn. You was sweating so you know gray shirts show everything. I'm like, this girl's really. It's I've the never seen. Folly. The I've never seen you sweat like. That. <laughs> but the other day the coochie sweat. <laughs> Not to look, I'm like, you coochie, your coochie sweat. She's gonna work out too. The most she done got, too. That's the most embarrassing. I think I was telling Marta about that, and she was like, What's more embarrassing, the coochie sweat or the like the butt crack butt sweat? And I was like, Coochie, I, I said the butt. Look the butt. I don't know. I don't care if my butt sweat, that's normal. But the coochie, I wouldn't care if it, I mean, I don't care if anybody see it, but yeah. but coochie sweat's like, damn. <laughs> I give props to girls that wear like colorful leggings or like things that like will show your sweat. That yeah, they... them tights I can't do. How I, I stick with the black. I don't. I can't do no white. Mm-mm. You see me? <laughs> I just do the black and gray. When I go to the gym, well, when I was going to, I just do black and gray. I can't do anything colorful. Yeah, like the lime green and. Do guys sweat down there? Like yeah, we'll see through their stuff. Yeah, I've seen guys that wear uh gray sweatpants and they be sweating. That's yeah. only if they really work if they're doing lower body. Cause some guys just do arms, upper body, body and they yeah. don't be sweating down there. But some guys do go in the gym and do. You lower ain't body. working unless the coochie sweating guys and girls. <laughs> it wasn't that much. It was just it was just a little spot. <laughs> little spot. <laughs> what else been going on? That's it. We just been working out. Have we been eating? Good? Nope. Do I plan on drinking? Yes. 
Right. You know what I'm order us? Some rose. What? Some rose? No. What? Wings? Them uh Christina no them ki- them candies that make everything taste sweet. Oh, okay. We should get some. So when they be we be taking shots, they think they're gonna be like I'm pretty sure they already think that, but <laughs> if, if if it makes tequila taste like candy, like we gotta try it. Is it con candy? I don't know if it's kind candy. It's it's just make everything taste sweet, and I'm like, oh, I'm about to order us some. <laughs> they gonna be looking. At I'm we not gonna tell them, cause I'm sure they don't be Reginald don't be listening to this. But we gonna be taking shots. They gonna be like, damn. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, we won't drink the entire bottle. Right. And, and 15 minutes. Yeah. 15? No, it was. It was 15 I don't know how long it was. It was 15 minutes. We drank an entire bottle. <laughs> 15. <laughs> that's that's that. Best night of my life. You didn't do nothing. I was best sleep of my life. <laughs> you said Vegas sleep. Me. <gasps> All right, let's get into this topic. I'm trying to avoid this topic. This is... <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about childhood trauma. And adult relationships. Okay. We all have them. Right. Well, some people don't go through childhood trauma. Or does everybody go through childhood trauma? Everyone who I've interacted with has had some kind of childhood trauma. trauma. Well, tell them how, when does it start? It can really start when, when you're in your, like, mom's stomach. So when you're, like, as a fetus. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're, if she's, like, if the pregnant woman is experiencing, like, sadness or she's hurting or, like, going through a big traumatic experience, it can really affect the, the child, which I was, that was interesting. I didn't, I didn't know that. Right. Did you? Mm-mm. I mean, it makes sense, but because, of course, when you're pregnant, you don't want to be, like, if you're sad, the, the baby feels every emotion that you go through, so it makes sense, it makes sense how a baby can come out already having childhood trauma, but majority, I don't know, like, for majority, when does it start? I don't know the age. I don't know. I think it starts whenever. I think... At any age, I think like your first few, like what five, eight years of your life is like really major because like you're, I guess learning. I don't know. I don't know. Shit. It says sixty percent of kids experience childhood trauma. That that's a lot. That is a lot. I'm one of them. Um, different types of traumas. I think I wrote it down. Is um, neglect, abandonment, sexual abuse, physical abuse. Um, it can be. You witnessing, like, your parents, like, your dad being abusive to your mom or vice versa. Uh, it, it, those are all types of childhood traumas that can affect a child growing up. Spe- especially, like, neglect and abandonment or lack of emotions. Like, when your parents aren't really affectionate and sometimes you don't really recognize it. until, Like me, I didn't really recognize the way I act. Until now, and I'm 30 years old. Until you start to think, like, damn, my mama wasn't really affectionate. Or my dad wasn't really affectionate. Yeah. Well, that can make sense. Like, how, like, for instance, like, my trauma, which is a lot, but I'm just going to stick with, like, one part of it, <laughs> is that my childhood, it was just a lack of love and affection, like, for my parents. Not saying that my parents didn't love me. I know they love me, but y'all, 
I'm gonna tell myself that. <laughs> but they just weren't they weren't affectionate like at all. Like I seen my parents hug maybe three times max. I never heard my parents say, I love you. I've never they probably told me they love me like once or twice. My dad tells my sister he loves her all the time. Martha? Yeah, but she said because she's the oldest. I said, fuck you. <laughs> he don't tell you? Or is it like random? I've never, it's awkward. Like if he says like, I love you, it's really, and he, he hasn't said that in a long time. Long time. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm getting uncomfortable just thinking about it. And even my mom, like, but they're f- straight from Mexico. So they were raised like in a very non-emotional well, you know what? Hold on. My dad talks to his dad all the time. Oh, really? And he always says, he, he's still alive. He's still kicking it. Yeah. Damn. And he always is like, okay, I love you. Like, he tells him I love you. So I don't know why he don't tell me. You want to ask him? Nah, I asked too much. <laughs> I never asked him. <laughs> yeah, how are you going to get through it? I don't know. <laughs> we just ask him. Why are you going to tell me you love me? Yeah. It might. He gonna, you know what Mexicans do? <sighs> right. <sighs> I see that. Now. You know I love you. <laughs> yeah. No, I need to hear it. Tell me. <laughs> I mean, he shows his his affection. His but is that okay for you? That's not obviously that's not okay because you you still wonder why he doesn't tell you. Um, no, I'm not okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay at all. <laughs> this is bringing up some very traumatic. Right. My dad will tell me he loves me all the time. He tells me too. Right. <laughs> Y'all be safe now, yes sir. <laughs> but just like you can't remember the last time you. Your dad told you. I can't remember the last time my mom told me. I don't remember the last time I told her. Because it goes both ways. But I don't remember. I tell my mom. But I think I you do. Because she, she gets, gets mad. Yeah, she gets <laughs> So, I love you. She's like, shut up. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, you just do it just to get on Because it's nerves. funny. I'm like, bro, I love you. She's like, it makes her feel so uncomfortable. But, yeah, we didn't have. Like, I be seeing family I'll be wishing I had those type of family. Because I'll be watching vlogs on YouTube, like family vlogs. And I'll be seeing how, like, they be going on family trips. And they be, like, like just that family bonding time. And we don't have that. I don't have that. My family is huge. My mom is one of, I think, 16. And my dad is oh one gosh. of, like, 12. And he's the oldest. So I have a huge family. Do I speak to my cousins? I speak to one, maybe two max. See have that? I fought my cousins? Hell yeah, I fought most of them. Yeah, no shame. What's up? I'll, I'll go at it again. But we, like, I don't have, and even within my own family, like, it's four of us, and we don't, we don't, except my sister and my, and my brother, one of my brothers, the other one, we don't. We don't right, but we don't have, we've never experienced that. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, it's kind of sad. It kind of sucks when you think about it, like, we don't like we want like we want that so bad but i mean we 30 now so it's obviously never gonna happen it's, i don't know if it's too late but i be seeing like even meeting other people it's like their relationships with their family like some of my friends i'm like damn y'all be having like get-togethers and like barbecues and like just like family things and i'm like damn that's nice and they be so close with their mama like they go shopping and like Go out to eat with their mamas. I'm like, y'all. I mean, I wish I could do with my mom. Right. That's what I'm saying. We wish we could do that, but we don't have that relationship. I've tried. I just get judged the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so it was just like, I can't try anymore. 
Well, I could, but I don't want to. I guess I don't want to. Hey, I mean, I've I've accepted the type of relationship I have with my mom. Me and my mom don't are. We don't argue, or we don't have. It's nothing awkward between us. Like we be, we in the same house. So when we, yeah. I go in there and talk, and we be laughing and talking. Um, yeah, it's nothing. We don't fight, argue, none of that. Like it's no type of negative energy. But we, it's it's not a loving relationship. I don't know how to explain it. It's no, it's no affectionate there in the relationship. When did you notice that your family dynamic was different? compared to like any of your friends like for me it's like when i started going to other people's houses other people's houses like yeah my friends and i've seen her parents like they had family dinner they sat down together they were on the living room chilling talking like and i, I was like looking i felt so uncomfortable i was like this isn't very uncomfortable and that's when i, I probably i think i was like maybe 12 13 when i started like going out to like other people houses, not people like not my Mexican friends, because <laughs> I think we all go through the same thing. But and it's kind of you start thinking about like with my child, it's like he's not gonna have like who does he have? He just has me, my mom and daddy. He got Noah. I'm talking about like <laughs> he's not gonna have no big family, like because yeah. with his dad's side, he don't see them. They don't know him. They don't know Levi at all. Yeah. So it's like, once my mom and dad pass away, it's like, he gonna have me because I'm with him most of the time. But, I mean, he has his little cousins that he can go see. But it's like, he's not gonna have that. Like, growing up, he's not gonna have that either. Like, him and his dad. I mean, me and his dad being in the same household, that's not happening. Yeah, it does. So it's like, he's not gonna see that type of relationship. I don't know. It's just like... Do you feel like the trauma that you're trying to overcome and better yourself is like a different trauma that your son's going to go through? Like, for me, like, it's different with, like, Modi and Noah. Like, what the trauma I'm trying to heal and grow from and have them not go through it. But they have their own trauma already that they're going to have to overcome. And I, I, would, I don't know how to... How I can help them overcome that. I know I'm going to... The relationship I'm going to have with Levi is like... It's gonna. I'm gonna show Levi. Like Levi is affectionate child anyway. Like he says, "I love you." Or he'll come here and be like, "Are you okay? You good?" I'm like, "Yeah." Now I'm gonna show that affection to him because I don't want him feeling the way I feel about my parents. Like, damn, I didn't. I can't remember the last time I told. I don't want him to be like, "Damn, my mama don't tell me I love you." Or, oh, he's never. I'm never gonna have my child feel like that. Yeah. Like ever. Like his dad tells him he loves him. So, yeah, I'm. De- that's one generation generational curse that I'm definitely stopping like he's not gonna ever feel love yeah he's always gonna feel love like he's never gonna have to question that never I couldn't mm -mm. and but it's it's funny because you see well you're saying your mom and dad don't really show affection affection towards you but they do it to your kids definitely see it's it's kind of weird it's like damn so that like I wonder why Maybe because they seen how fucked up we are. I don't know, cause my mom would be hugging all on Lee, like kissing him, telling him he she loved him like all the, all day long, and I'm like, I mean it's not weird, but it's like it is know. weird. I'll be I I I think I I still get a little. I think I'm still hurt from everything that I went through. I guess from 
when I was a kid, I learned to like, just pull away my emotions. So I wasn't very emotional and I didn't like speak up and I didn't like express my emotions because I felt like my feelings weren't valid. And then as an adult, I'm learning to express myself and I'm wanting to like be more emotional. Right. But some people say I'm a, some people say I am a very emotional person. Which I, I think I am. But I try to act like I'm not. <laughs> but I'm not emotional at all. Uh and it's probably because of my childhood, how I grew up. I didn't we didn't do none of that. And I've always had to do things on my own. Like, as a kid growing up in middle school, I was like, like, my my mom and them never woke me up for school. Probably when I was in, like, kindergarten or, like, first grade. But every other grades, I literally woke myself up from school and got myself up for school. Like, I had my alarm set. <laughs> and as a kid, I don't think they that's too much. I feel like that's too much responsibility as a kid like even though my mom knew I could get up for school I feel like she still could have got up and like got me ready for school if that like on what age do you think is a good age for I feel like elementary no when once they start getting in middle school that's when you should be like okay you're getting older now you gotta have somewhat responsibility but you still shouldn't like let's say your child overslept you can't get mad at them they're they're no I wouldn't no they're a child that yeah. like at the end of the day they're still a kid they so like if they oversleep that's that's it's still on you you're the you're the parent so you can't get mad at not waking up but when they start getting in middle school you do have to start like showing them like responsibility okay you know you're supposed to get up at this time and this time but at the same time you still have to make sure that they're doing it. Because if they miss the bus or if they oversleep, you as a dog oversleep sometimes. So how you gonna get mad at a kid for oversleeping and missing the bus? Right. So like it's like a give and take when it comes to like when they start getting older. Because middle school, sixth grade is still a little bit too young, but at the same time you still wanna teach them time management and um things of that sort. But at the same time you still need to oversee and make sure that they're doing it. So it's kinda like when they get in high school or freshman come on now. You know you're supposed to be up at this time. You want okay. You want to stay up late, stay up late. But you getting your butt up for school the next morning. And if you're tired, that's on you. And then they're gonna be like, damn. Let me let me start going to bed earlier. But middle school, I don't know if I was just very independent. But I was get yeah. I have my. I remember second grade, third grade. <laughs> I got my clothes out the for, the night for the next day. I fixed my lunch. Had my lunch in the refrigerator. I made sure I set my alarm. I used to have like two, three alarms set. I used to make sure my brother was getting up for school. You've always been independent. And so, and then like going into college, like you know when people have the experience, like their parents dropping them off at school. Yeah. I had to pack my little what car <laughs> I had. I think I had my Altima. I had to pack my little car up by myself. Your parents didn't help you. <laughs> I can't depend on nobody. I had to do my applications, my fast. Yeah. I had to do all that by myself, not knowing what the heck I was doing. And then still get in trouble by your parents. How did you know? Why did you know? Like, they didn't help me. I'm not saying, I don't know if they thought I knew what I was doing because I was so independent. And they was like, well, Tristan know what she's doing. But at do the you same feel time, like if they would have spoke to you, like, you know, you come ask me for help if you need something, would you have, like, 
I probably would have, I probably still wouldn't ask them, but it still would have made me like, okay, I can ask my mama and my daddy to help me. But I did, I remember doing all that by myself. Moving by myself. I did everything by myself. So is that what? That's probably why I am the way I am now. Like, why I don't, I can't trust, I can't put 100% trust in somebody. (laughs) I need to oversee it somewhere. (laughs) You want to micromanage it? (laughs) And I probably shouldn't. Oh my god! No, I think, I think for my like, lack of love and affection into my adulthood has like really fucked with me. Cause I think I just anyone that would give me attention or gave me attention when I was younger, I just like went towards it. Cause like I wasn't getting mm. that affection and attention from my parents. Um, so I probably confused like lust and like with love. And because I thought that's what love was, I guess. Or, I don't know. I just, I wish, like, everything that I know now, that I wish I knew when I was younger. Because it would have avoided so many, like, relationships and just so much shit. Like, I'm trying to think, like, it's so embarrassing to say, like, I thought being physical with somebody, just because they gave me a little attention, was like, yeah, they like me. Right. You know, like, yeah, they're that's that's their way of showing. It. Like, it's just so stupid, right? Like, I mean, it's not stupid. How do you feel? You can get atten- that much attention going up. So any little attention that somebody's gonna give you, you're gonna soak it all up. But if they gave me too much, I'll I'll like close off completely. Like I'll be like, hold on, like what what are you doing? Right. Like if somebody was like saying you're really beautiful, what? Like you you're really good, huh? Like, thank you for doing this. Why? Like, I was very, like, <laughs> like, so, I don't know. Um, I'm still working through it, guys. <laughs> right, and uh, the first step is to acknowledge that you have childhood trauma. You can't try to block, like, block it off. Like, you, if you're dealing with it, you need to learn how to get through it. And getting through it is not going to be easy. But if you don't get through it, any future relationship that you have with anybody is going to affect that relationship. Well, you continue to attract the same type of relationships. And that's what I started realizing. Like, I was attracting the same type of guy. Like, have you noticed, like, all the guys I've dated is, like, the same thing, right? (laughs) Should I pause this? I remember you dating the last one. That fucked me up big time. Who? Just name the first initial. I can't remember. All right, the first one, I W. Yeah. F. Uh V. And then like, J C. It was like, you yeah, and and they were all the same. Like it was like we're together, and then they lost interest, or they like cheated on me, or it was like the same. Like I always wonder, like why am I still attracting these type of guys? Like why, what attracts me to them, or. What makes me feel safe and comfortable with them to where I, I need to be with them? I want to date them. They weren't really that affectionate. They weren't really, like, that loving. They weren't, like... They, I think you was just... Lonely? Yeah. You just <laughs> needed that... Yeah, I would agree. Relationship that you thought it was a relationship. You just wanted to feel like you was in a relationship. I wanted to be with somebody so bad to her because I wanted that love. I wanted that... that 
that partnership. Because I see, I mean, because I guess girl, all our friends are married. Like, everyone that went to high school, married, they yeah. got married at a Kids. young age, and they're still together. Are they happy? I mean, who knows? But they together. They have that somebody, that significant person there. And I think that's what I've, I've always wanted. And I guess I, that's what I was trying to put on, on the person who I was speaking to. You know, and like, because I always attract them the same type of guy. Right. Because I wasn't healing. I wasn't working on myself. Like, stop avoiding. Address the pain. Right. So that's the part. Acknowledge it. And then the the second that follows up is, like, you have to, like, get your control back. Like, if you've acknowledged that something is wrong, so you need to figure out, like, with you, it's like, you just want to you just want to feel that you want to feel that void like ha- have that love relationship oh how can i put that Reclaim. No, yeah I, I would i would agree because i still feel like the inner child of me is still kind of like i still feel alone i still feel like regardless if i'm with somebody who is kind of like can show me love and affection that like deep down inside i'm still going to be kind of like closed off and kind of I want to, like, it's hard because for the longest, I blame my parents. You know, mm-hmm. I blame, like, my, my mom and I blame my dad. Like, oh, well, I was raised this way. <laughs> you know, like, they're like, why do you act like this? Because I was raised this way. Like, what do you expect? And it's like, I use that excuse for at least. Long time. Five, five, five six years. It's easy to use that. Yeah, it's easy until, you, like, I had to really acknowledge and I faced the issue and I, like, realize what my problem was or where it all started and then right, I feel see. like shit still got worse after that when I finally like acknowledged it and I realized like and I'm trying to work on it it's like it's still I'm still going down the spiral like <laughs> but now and the next thing is like seeking help which you're doing now oh yeah shout out to my, my therapist Dr. Burton what's up girl yeah you have to seek help like you can't some people can't deal with it on their own and get through it on their own but majority of people need another resource like a therapist i thought i could i tried it for a while and then like i would try like to talk to like my sister or to you and then i'm like you know what it's not even helping them like i'm just bringing like all this negative energy in my trauma to into their life to where it's not really gonna i need someone who's not who's biased like yeah who's not gonna agree with because sometimes you need to hear that you're wrong in certain situations yeah so seeking like when you speak to somebody that doesn't that doesn't know who you are that doesn't know your family or anything like that they can probably put it into like better context for you to understand what you need to do to get through it you know when i speak to her when i talk to my therapist if i would if i was able to just say what i felt within a sentence the whole session would go so smoothly it's like I'm constantly, I, I, I guess with her, I still try to avoid it, and I try to run around my emotions, and then I'm, I'm constantly apologizing, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, she's like, it's okay, just like, just speak, just tell me, and I'm like, we, we, we trying to hit today, you trying to hit my childhood, you trying to hit my past relationship, we, work life, which one, which one we going today, like, <laughs> and she's like, it's okay, Christina, no, it's not, making me cry, <laughs> All right. And you have to like learn the meaning of accepting, accept accepting it and letting it go. Like, Ooh. 
Letting go? Yeah, you got to let go. Are you going to keep using it? <laughs> I used to, you know, when I was phrased, like, let go, let God. <laughs> I used to have that tattoo on me. Let go, let go. And I was I letting it go and letting it go? Yeah, you got to let it go. Because are you going to keep using the excuse to why you act like that? You're going to be 40 years old saying, well, I'm this way because this is just how I grew up. <laughs> Ma'am, you're 40 now. <laughs> why are you still even saying that? So you got to let it go. You got to, yeah. And that's the hard part. But don't you think this trauma adds a little extra spice? No, that's not. That's, <laughs> it's just add a little, no. It makes it a little bit spicy. It's not okay. It's not okay to have anxiety and depression and trauma. Is that okay? Trauma. No. That's not normal? Not at all. Oh. You, you look at my family be, history. We all got it. <laughs> you don't want to be claiming that over your life for the rest of your life. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just, because my mom didn't tell me she loved me so I'm not going to tell you or I'm not going to show you any type of emotions because my my parents didn't. When you say that a lot, that sounds, sounds stupid. stupid. Yeah. Come on now. But that's the hard part. Letting it go. Because then when you're, you don't know how, it, we don't know how it feels to be normal. I want to meet somebody who's like, whose parents were like always there and very affectionate and they have like that. You know, like in the movies, like. Yeah, like that. Hug in there. Yeah. Like, do they go, like, like how do they go through life with, like, no anxiety or depression? They're just kind of like, it's a wonderful day out here. Sir, it's 7.15 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know anybody that's like that. Or they could call their mom. Right. I be seeing, they call their mom, be talking on the phone with their mom. Who are you on the phone with? My mama? What? For that long? Like, y'all laughing and giggling and... Wow. I seen this TikTok and this guy was like, Y'all don't be calling your mama? I do. Call for everything. Yeah, I call yeah. my I call my mom when I need help with something. Like, Mama, how to cook this? Like stuff like that. But people be like just on the phone. I can't even do that. Are people tell it's girls that call, tell their mom all their business, like who they slept with, who they going on dates, guys they meet. Yeah, that's uh, they don't have that type of relationship. They wanna chill with their mom. I'm like, Y'all be shopping, like y'all really be doing it's so weird. I rather go. I go shopping with my dad. Yeah, I can. I can yeah. be around my daddy yeah. all the time. We go to Sam's. We go to to Lowe's, it's, and he'd be so excited showing me stuff. I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> I don't understand none of this, Daddy. Right. So that it's it's so weird seeing people like that. Hmm. We don't know how it feels to be normal. No. And then. Not from like only like from the childhood trauma, but then when you growing up in all the relationships like you go through like that trauma, it's just yeah, like relationship. Like my me growing up is how I like is a lot of the way is the reason why I act the way I act now in relationships. I don't be trusting them, not like trusting, but I'm gonna do my. I'm gonna do everything on my own. Like I don't need. I'll be like, I don't need your help to do nothing. Like, I can do it by myself. It's like, then why am I here for? That's that's how they feel. Like, so they so, feel belittled. Yeah. So why? What am I here for? And he's like, I don't know. And it, like she don't. I don't show affection in relationships. Well, sometimes like a little, but I'm not lovey dovey to the point where I'm like, want to hug and kiss and like no. We were just talking about the other day. Like, I've never seen you be right. affectionate towards anyone. Like, I, I can't even remember you giving a hug to any of the guys <laughs> that you dated. Or, like, holding their hands. Um, the, I don't 
don't hold hands in general, so that's... Or if they, like, try to feed you or something. Like, I've never Please seen don't that. Please try to feed me. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> so, if the day comes where, like, she's affectionate with this guy, I'm like, okay. I've never seen you affectionate. What you put in her drink? I remember one day I was over her house and she was cooking for somebody, and that shit freaked me out. Like, you still talking about this? Why are you cooking for him? But at the same time, that's normal things you do when you like somebody. But it was just so weird to me. Like, you Bitch, you don't cook for me. She was you really steak? cooking a dinner for somebody. And that freaked me out. And, like, normal things should not freak me out, but it does. <laughs> and that's trauma. That is trauma. We can't even give each other hugs. Yeah. We're we right. best friends and we cannot but hug I each other. But I feel like a lot of best friends are like that, though. Now the friends I Oh, they be hugging me? Yeah. Oh, see me. They be me. hugging. They be, like, in bed, like, just chilling, like, doing girl shit. Not trying. We be like, move. That's too high. <laughs> too big shit. <laughs> yeah, that, that's trauma. Yeah, like. But, yeah. We we can't. We do side hugs. Yeah, that's. We rarely do that. We yeah. be. Nah. We, all right, you good? You good? <laughs> little head nod. That's trauma. That's trauma. And I always say I'm a, I want to try to be more open than the next person that I date. I'm gonna try, open? like, hug. It should I shouldn't be cringy when somebody tries to give me a hug. It shouldn't like I shouldn't be like weirded out by somebody trying to hug me or sit by me or somebody like, please give a hug on around because I'm gonna look at. <laughs> yeah, so next I don't know when my next relationship is going to happen, but I'm going to try to be more open. I want hugs, but from some, only certain people. <laughs> I mean, not just anybody. If you're dating somebody, you're more affectionate than me. Yeah. Yeah, I think I am. That's because I crave affection. <laughs> Trauma. <laughs> That's, it's, it's not funny, but it's not I'm funny. in pain right now. <laughs> right. So long-term effects is PTSD. I have that. Depression. I have that. Anxiety. I have that too. Antisocial. Kind of. And alcohol and substance. I abuse. don't have that problem. You have alcohol. <laughs> I don't think we abuse alcohol, no. Because we don't drink every single day. Right. We don't. <laughs> no. I don't drink every single day. I don't either. So I, we only drink like that like when we're out. And we barely go out. Mm-hmm. But PTSD, depression, mm-hmm. anxiety, and I'm like antisocial. Like if I'm drunk, I'm very social. Oh, she be best friends. Right. But if I'm not, it's awkward being in a, like, if you go, to, like, going somewhere by yourself is, like, like, if you have to go to an event and it's just you by yourself. I get anxiety going to H-E-B when there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. <laughs> I begin, I can't even, like, stand in the aisle, like, look what I want because I feel rushed. I don't have that. Uh, you know, because they no. just be waiting. Because I, <laughs> turn like, you're going to have to wait until I finish. Like, I'm like, excuse me, sorry. Excuse no, me. I don't have anxiety with that because oh. you're going to have to wait. I'm not rushing. I'm not panicking because you trying to, no. Oh, we, or like we're on the gas pump and somebody's behind you. I'll be. You do? I, I think it's bad. The only anxiety I get is when, like, when I'm paying for something and they're, like, Ross has this, if y'all go to Ross, like, them cashiers, they be rushing you. Like, as soon as they, <laughs> like, you don't even. Put, you can't even put your card back in your wallet fast enough because they be like, next. And I'm like... Just me. imagine if you had cash. Right. <laughs> even if you have cash and you're trying to put everything back in your purse, they next. If you just dump it in your purse. I just throw everything. And then the pee falls out, fuck it. 
That's the only time I get anxiety when they be rushing at them damn. Uh, but I'm not getting anxiety pumping gas. Oh, I do. Damn. I get anxiety, and then if I have like one of my kids with me, it's like double. Like I don't. I feel so unsafe having one of my kids. Then I think somebody gonna try to kidnap me or my kid. Wow. Yeah, you're you're nuts. I am. I have depression, but I functional depression. <laughs> I function well <laughs> while depressed. So if I'm not depressed, what's how am I gonna be? Just just quiet, chill. You probably just be free, be normal. I feel free sometimes. Some I yes, know. I have good. I don't, I don't be depressed every single yeah, day. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> you probably once that once that stimulus comes in, be happy. Text from her and my stimulus. Oh, y'all ain't gonna y'all ain't tell me nothing. Next podcast, y'all we free. <laughs> When they fuck up, when we all happy and giggly, we got the, still got the stimulus and the tax returns. Because I'm still waiting. <laughs> I need all my money. Shoot. <sighs> yeah, this childhood trauma stuff is not for the weak. It's if, not. If you, have a, if you had a normal childhood growing up, like that's a blessing. It really is. You yeah. might be born, but it's a blessing. <laughs> yeah, not having to... You've had a loving... Family like your mom and dad still married in the same household. Like you saw your dad, but even sometimes that's not good. My parents have been married for what well, my sisters, so at least they're almost. I'm talking about a healthy. Oh, healthy! Marriage. I was like, they, they not just a marriage, just because <laughs> like they were together for 48 years. Yeah, no, I'm talking about a healthy. If you if you were able to experience but a you know healthy, what? that's what I realized though. Right. Well, because my parents, I'm sure they love each other at one point. Right. But it's not that it's not healthy. It's not like that healthy relationship like that you were describing. But I really I always said when I was younger that if I if I'm with somebody and they don't make me happy, I'm not going to be with them. Right. Did that happen the first time? Nah, I man, it was hard. It was hard to leave. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if I'm married. If I'm not happy, I'm sorry, God. I'm not saying in no unhealthy relationship. No, now that I'm. We're at an age where we don't have, sad to say, we don't have that much time left here. Ma'am. <laughs> That's the truth. Like, you only got one life. We didn't waste 30 years. We can't blame our childhood. Like, <laughs> at least 18 of those years were. <laughs> no, at this point, you cannot waste no more time. You don't have no more time to waste. I'm sorry. That's what Tracy, the other day she came, on Sunday, when we had to work out, she's like, Christina, it's, it's us. Right, it's that's us. the first thing she said. It's us. Like we male. don't have time to keep making excuses no more. And did I did I make excuses that day? Yes, I did. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> no, Christina. I'm like, but hold on, but you don't remember. <laughs> like Christina, we don't have to. We fucking we don't have no more time to waste. We gotta we gotta change. Twenty twenty one. We'll be forty in ten more years. Forty. And then after that, 50. 50? That's a golden years, girl. That's right. a new 30. That is. But after that, and then you're going to be like... I can't wait till I'm 40. Kids be gone. Oh, yeah. 40, 40 45? Oh, we, we out. Peace out. She better she better hope she don't get pregnant. Cool. Because I'm gone. You. You better pray that... Yeah, be with their daddy. Because I'm going to be gone when my child... When my child is 16 years old. You are grown, sir. <laughs> you demand. I have the house. a camera in the house. You get get up. You should have a car. Something. Get up. Go to school. I call and check on you. I have food in the house. But I'm out. Yeah. You know what? One thing I do wish the the kids would realize, like when they're older, that we really like 
made an effort into healing ourselves, even though it was a little rocky. Because I know with me and my kids, especially with Melody, it's a little rocky. But at least, like, <laughs> at least when she's older, she's like, you know what? My mom took the time to, like, better herself. And she tried to teach me along the way. Was I a little crazy? Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, she's not going to realize it until she older. Because right older. now, she don't get it. She's yeah. still young. She 10? Mm-hmm. Must be a, yeah, she 10 years old. She not. Going through that change. Mm-hmm. Right. She don't get it. She going to have her little moments and all of that. So she, that's normal. She'll understand when she gets older. Childhood trauma into relationships. Mm-mm-mm. I need love and affection. What's that song? I forgot. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I want to sing it. <laughs> yeah, my, that's why my next I have to be more mindful of the things that I do, the things that I say, the way that I act. Because all my relationship, I can't put the blame on them. I have to take some type of... I am putting the blame on them. <laughs> my situation was different. <laughs> yeah, even I was asking her the other day, does she compliment guys? I do. See, you better than me. But anything I'm playing around. So, well, you look fine. You're not... <laughs> You, you Come and give me, that juicy booty. You trying to be funny? <laughs> That's how I show love. I don't come in my head. I be like, damn. But do I say it? No. I hear it when I see you. When you look like it, she's thinking cute. <laughs> so when I start sliding in some of y'all DM, uh, this is gonna be James Harden. I do that. That's easy for. Him. But the next guy that I, if I see an attractive guy, I'm be like, I'm just gonna tell him, like, you look cute in this picture. And then you'll get annoyed because you're going to be like, hey, so what's up? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, sir, just take a compliment. I'm just going to be like, this is all I wanted to say. You look, that's it. That's all. Block. <laughs> just quick to block people. Oh, yeah. I, don't. I block my baby daddy at least three times a day. That's, <laughs> sir, we're going to try again tomorrow. <laughs> Catch me on a better day. He don't even trip no more. As soon as I see the bubbles typing block, and then the next day he's like, you didn't even let me get it. No. <laughs> You gotta be quicker than that. Gotta be quicker than that. Come on now. I literally blocked that man. Can't wait till he get a girl. <laughs> Whoever wants to date my baby daddy, come on. <sighs> oh, but yeah, my next relationship, I'm really gonna be m- mindful of the things that I do. Because my childhood, it, it affects how I grew up. It really does show up in my relationship. I'm trying to be independent. That's the, that's the biggest one. Being independent. I try to do everything, do everything by myself. Like, even, like, when I used to stay with some of them, I try to, uh, I like to be in control of, like, the bills. Like, I need to know, like, if it's getting paid, when the money coming out. Like, I I don't know. I just, I just like to do things on my own. And sometimes I can let them pick up some slack, but I speak up now. Which, like, I used to always, like I said, my I wasn't able to express my emotions because I was just, like, scared that, like, my feelings weren't valid or I was, like, in the wrong. I always thought I was in the wrong, even if they were, like, doing something wrong. Like, I always thought it was my fault, the reason why they did what they did. Hmm. But once I started, like, really seeing the connections between, like, how I was raised and how my relationships are. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm healing. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm not avoiding no more. Kind of. <laughs> but we're working through our trauma. We, we've we acknowledged it. 
damn, acknowledged it, and then now it's time to heal and grow. You can only get better from here. Okay, I thought I was fine. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> That's the problem. I thought I was good. He thought you was okay, and you're not. Until trust came. It's, it's us. Man, what? We got to get it together. Let's get your two points. We heard this month. We definitely got to get our shit together, and we are. We are. I think that's all we want to talk about today. I can't think of nothing else. So if you have childhood trauma, get it together. Talk to somebody. Reach out to somebody. Don't, Talk to us. Don't know. No. Um, you can't even reach out to the bar. No. Oh. You can't even fix yourself. You trying to fix somebody else? I, I didn't tell you going to fix them. So no. You can vent to us. <laughs> yeah. Get, reach out. Get some help. Like, I'll send you a few TikToks with some advice. <laughs> TikTok have everything. TikTok got all the therapy you need. Everything. Free therapy. Why I'm paying for mine. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much all we have to say. We got one more episode to wrap up season two. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to go on a, I don't know how long the break going to be. Mm-hmm. Two weeks? Where did two? I don't know. We, we'll figure it out. But yeah, so if you haven't followed us on our instagram go ahead and follow us at dare.tequila uh make sure you're following us on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this right now can y'all please subscribe and leave us a review we will really appreciate it we'll give you a compliment a compliment yeah thank you you look nice today i appreciate you supporting yeah so make sure you do all that and like always tequila may not be the answer but it's always worth a shot cheers then the answer for me